Welcome to the newest episode of Follow Me in Tuolumne, the new podcast series from Visit Tuolumne County, the destination marketing organization for Tuolumne County. I'm Sarah and I'll be your host. This episode, I'm interviewing Rachel Sabatine from Around the Horn Brewery. Listen in as we chat about the origins of Around the Horn and, of course, all things beer. Welcome to Follow Me in Tuolumne, the new podcast series from Visit Tuolumne County. This week we have Rachel from Around the Horn, founder and COO. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> so today I'd love to chat a little bit about your origins and how you arrived in Tuolumne County and a little bit about how you founded Around the Horn. Uh, cool. Well, so I grew up in like the Bay Area in Danville and my mother bought a place in Pine Mountain Lake in, I think it was like the end of 2008, early 2009. Um, and that was around the time I started college in Los Angeles. And so I just spent a lot of time up in Groveland throughout college, just really enjoyed going to the lake with my girlfriends and sorority sisters and such. Um, and, uh, at the same time I was spending a lot of time learning about craft beer and you know, <laughs> uh, a lot of breweries were popping up in, in all over California. Um, and I started to think, I don't know, I love Groveland so much. I love being out near Yosemite and I really like beer. We should do this in Groveland. Um, <laughs> so it really started, you know, the idea was born out of my own desires to spend time in a place I love drinking stuff. I love, <laughs> um, we, we're the only Yosemite gateway town without a brewery. So there's Mammoth Brewing and June Lake Brewing on the east side, um, 1850 uh, out, out of the Arch Rock entrance, and then Southgate in Oakhurst. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, but Groveland actually has two Yosemite entrances, if you include Hetch Hetchy. So to me, it always felt like, you know, a missed opportunity. Um And so I I wanted to snag the opportunity and I just hope that no one beat me to it. And I guess no one did. That's true. It is a little hard to believe it took so long for (laughs) Groveland to get one. But it is really hard to believe. Um, And like, as we were really getting going in the process, I definitely, you know, heard from people who said, oh, I I wish I could have done this or I thought about doing this or even people who had maybe started to think about it. Um, So I'm kind of grateful that in all the time it took us to actually open that no one else did do it um now i think you know groveland could probably support another brewery i mean we we see like we're so close to sonora brewing and and bear tent um and that's three breweries in a pretty small county and i think we could have have even more oh definitely between the visitors and locals beer seems to be a hot commodity yeah it's great and honestly what i've seen in other communities where i've lived is um the more that open, it's not like, it's not really competition. I mean, it is in a way, it's like the same product, but it almost creates like more of a destination for people who want to travel for the beer. And so, you know, the more beer businesses, beer bars, breweries that open up around here, the better it'll be for all of us. Definitely. I saw that um, around the horn, you guys just did a collab with Grains of Virtue, Mm -hmm. right? In Oakdale. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go pick that up on a on Friday, it's like a Fruit Loops Pop Tart sour. It's ridiculous, but you know that's a lot of fun. Um, I'm really happy that there's a couple new places in Oakdale as well. You know, it's just nice to work with other people. Um, and 
yeah, I know there's, you know, rumblings of something else happening here. I mean, selfishly, the more beer places open up here, the more beer I can drink. That's not my own. So I'm like, heck yes, you should do it. Oh, yeah. The more the merrier. Seriously. And again, I mean, I really think this area can support it. It's already been, you know, we just had, we just had Memorial Day uh, weekend, which was our first I felt like our first real three-day weekend that wasn't totally, you know, COVID-y, if you will. And yeah. it was insane. Um, That's awesome, though. And there were so many people just coming into Groveland. So I'm like, you know, the more businesses, the better. Like, You know, we're <clears throat> so wondering if it's going to be a super crazy summer or people are still going to be a little laid back or if everyone's just ready to. <laughs> I think people are just ready. I mean, honestly, this weekend was insane. We had so, so many people, families, groups of friends, like even people who weren't even going to the park, they were just there, you know, they rented a house or gone up to the family cabin in Pine Mountain Lake and just wanted to be outside and like get out of the cities. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can imagine after being in a city for so long, I'd be ready to. Yeah, seriously, I'm blaming. Yeah, so um, tell us a little bit about Around the Horn, how you came up with the name or some of the inner workings of how you guys got started. Uh, well, how we got started, I mean, as I alluded to, I've been thinking and wanting to do this for a long time. Um, I think I seriously realized that I wanted to do it probably in 2015, um, and then really got to work doing it in 2017. Um, my husband and I moved to Nashville so I could go to business school and get an MBA and that, so we could both actually work in beer because we, neither of us have had jobs in beer before. Um, <laughs> so we need to figure out like, do we actually like this? And if we do like it, we need to get some experience. So we spent two years there, um, you know, I was, I was focused on school, but I was also working like side jobs at beer bars and, and interning at a brewery. Um, he was really, really getting into the industry. Um, so when we finished in Nashville, when I graduated, we moved back and really like got serious, had to figure out, you know, where we could do this. Um, started having meetings with the County pretty early on about the idea to just, you know, get their, their feedback and that sort of thing. And everyone in that office was really supportive and helpful. Um, and then just, yeah, really finding a location. We finally secured that, what was the subway. Um, previously, it had been that big oak restaurant, bar, Bobby's. Oh, yeah. We finally secured that in December of 2019. Um, Perfect know, timing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was that was strange. Like, realizing, you know, when we started construction in March that it was, you know, you're starting construction right when everything's shutting down, like, oh, is this a good idea? But we, at that point, had our loans secured. Like, we already own the building. <laughs> We've done so much. It was like, there's no, we're not backing out now. Um, but, yeah, we work with Plum Construction out of Sonora. Oh, cool. um, they turn that building around super fast. Um, great people who work there, that whole family, all the guys who work for Plum are awesome. Um, we were really excited to work with them. Uh and then we have them help with our, our beer garden too, which I can I touch on a little bit as well. But um, Oh yeah, I saw you guys just opened that. That's so exciting. Yeah, and so that was always something I wanted, like when I thought about what I wanted the brewery to be, it was really like I want a place where people can go, like with their friends, with their family, with their with their kids even, and just hang out for an afternoon and have fun. And I always imagine having an outdoor component as well. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I love the heat, I love the hot heat, like 
Oh, it is hot today. It really is, but like this heat is so much better than humid heat, in my opinion. That's, so I totally agree. I could sit, out, sit outside and just enjoy the trees and the fresh air forever. So that was something I was really hoping to do. And in a way, the everything that happened with COVID actually made that that portion of the dream more realistic because it really justified like the need for a bigger outdoor space um Mm -hmm. so yeah the the beer garden just opened this past wednesday um plum construction did that again for us because we just had such a great time working with them the first time around Um, (laughs) and yeah now we have an outdoor space it's called the corral mostly because people said it looks like a corral and like now that you mention it really does uh but it it kind of vibed with the rest of it like kind of the gold rush ranching that sort of thing um and that's where the name come from by there comes from the around the horn i know you asked about that um Mm -hmm. that is a gold rush term in itself like if you were trying to get to california from the east coast uh during the gold rush you could either do like the wagon train thing across the country. Um, you could take a boat down, I believe, to like the Isthmus of Panama, and like walk across the jungle, jungle and hitch another boat. Or you could go around Cape Horn, the boat. Um, then that was before the Panama Canal was built. Uh, but yeah, so around the Horn, going around Cape Horn. And then Horn is my maiden name. Um, so, you know, it's, it's relevant to that as well. But a lot of the beer names and stuff kind of pay tribute to the gold rush or the local history and then some of them are completely ridiculous and <laughs> um, but we do try not to take ourselves too seriously and we hope that uh, our guests don't either oh my gosh yeah and your beer is so fun i can't even tell you how many people around town who have been converted who are beer haters and now love your beer it yeah, is awesome that's something that i'm particularly excited about it makes me really happy when you get people in there who don't who think they don't like beer at all. Um, and then we can offer them something to try and it really changes their view of it. Um, and that's just been a cool thing in the industry in the last few years. People are starting to get crazy. Like I, like I talked about that pop tarts <laughs> yeah. loop sour we're doing. I mean, at some point it almost doesn't feel like beer anymore, but I assure you it's still <laughs> brewed the same way. Like it's, you know, follows the traditional steps. Um, it just has a lot of other fun flavors it's to a it. a little flair to it. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that, like, our Sour Series, our Tip Top Lollipop, and then our Hetch Hetchy Haze are probably what we're the most known for. And those are definitely the most popular ones we have. Yeah, it's such a fun way to go. I mean, I love IPAs as well as many people, but it is nice to go to a a bar or brewery that doesn't just have (laughs) five varieties of IPAs. Yeah, well, I mean, we we still have a lot of IPAs, but even then, like, they're very different. Like, we have a coconut IPA on right now. It's, um made with coconut and lactose so it's a little a little bit sweeter um but it's still it's still hoppy and then i think there's a new kind of concept that andrew's going to be playing around with uh i can't remember what he's calling it but it's basically using i think it's using hops that would be more traditionally in a west coast ipa but doing it as a hazy um oh so that'll be interesting um you know, but that that's, he just likes to have fun with it. Keep it interesting for us and the consumers. Definitely. So I know you guys, you trade out your beers a lot. Are there any that have been standouts for you personally that you are sad to see go or excited to bring back? Well, that coconut one I just talked about, it's called put a little beer in my coconut water. It's kind of a play on a line from a Thomas Rhett song where he says put a little liquor in my coconut water um I really like that one we've got a lot of positive feedback but so far it's just a one-off and we're almost out of it so I need to make myself a couple crawlers <laughs> to save um 
but I, I'm very excited about that. Um, what else? There's about to be a, uh, a passion fruit Kolsch that I will be looking forward to because I really like those kind of tropical flavors. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, something that we like, Andrew and Rachel, the owners, really like that's not a particular like sexy or glamorous style is a Italian Pilsner. It's we, so ours is called Sabatino Pills because our last name is Sabatine. Um, and Italian Pilsners, like they basically are a Pilsner, which is like a very light, you know, fresh, crispy beer, um, but they're dry hopped. So they've got a little more flavor, a little bitterness to them. Nothing overwhelming like an IPA, um, but just a little more characteristic in it. And that's what, that's what Italian Pilsners are. It's, it's dry hopped. Um, so we like that one a lot. We've run our second iteration of it, but it's something that we, the people who are there all the time can drink pretty consistently without getting like taste buds over overrun, if you will. Um, so yeah, that's probably personally, like from the brewer side that we like the most right now. We might try and enter it into some competitions soon. Ooh, see. That's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys have so many fun flavors every, and now you have the, the smoothie slushies oh going on. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about those. Um, those have been really popular so far. The We're still kind of getting, getting used to the machine um, and our staff kind of, they're getting used to it too, but yeah. Um, that should be fun for summer, you know, and already we've had, I think four different slushies. Cause it's kind of like whatever beer we feel like using that week. And then either soft serve or different flavors, or I mean, our seltzer we did in it. Yeah. Your yeah. seltzer. That's exciting too. For, <laughs> for people who might not be still a little weary of beer. Right. And I, I think what I am happy about with the seltzer is, you know, it's still made in the tank. And so it, I can't say it's, you know, celiac friendly, because if you have celiac, like it, it still passes through a container that has, has housed gluten. But for the people who just, um, you know, might be trying to remove gluten from their diet a little bit personally, or they just feel like the beer is too filling for them. The seltzer is like a fun alternative and it's still something that we make. Um, so that's been pretty well received because of that. Yeah, and in the hot weather, sometimes a seltzer is definitely the way to go. (laughs) Honestly, Andrew and I went to the river yesterday, and we stopped and bought a pack of Trulies because we were like, we need to not drink beer for a second. (laughs) Like, we'll let us appreciate it more. That's true, yeah. Back and forth. (laughs) But but our seltzer would be great at the river, too. Yeah, and yours is currently, it's kind of margarita-themed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then when that one's out, I think the next one is boysenberry. But I'm not positive. Don't hold me to it. Okay, I won't. But okay, back to business. So what are some of your favorite parts or some challenges that you've noticed coming along with running a brewery? Um, Well, challenges. I mean, obviously, most people will probably talk about the COVID thing right now as a challenge for any business. So I don't really harp on that too much because we know. Yeah. Everyone knows. (laughs) That's Um, fair. I think trying to like understand consumer tastes sometimes can be challenging um, and having that fine balance of like having a variety of beers on our board, but knowing that some are going to move a lot slower, but not really knowing which ones those are. Um, that's been a little tricky um, making sure, you know, we want to cover a broad range of styles and make sure that everyone has something 
uh, that they want, but you know, some people are very specific and they want say like a dark beer and those really don't sell very much. And so having to have that balance of like keeping it interesting for that person, giving them their dark beer, but realizing that we need to have like four IPAs on because that's what actually moves. So kind of yes. striking that balance um, will be interesting and that'll continue to evolve as everyone's, you know, consumer taste change. Um, uh, one thing that I don't want to say we like struggle with it, but um, it can be a little frustrating is like we have food and mm-hmm. we're really proud of our food. Like our, our kitchen team has, they've done so much with like a lot of limitations. I mean, we have a very small kitchen. It used to be a subway kitchen. Like the equipment we have, in my opinion, I think they're like creating miracles. On it. <laughs> you know, they're really doing so much with it. And it, but it's not like a, full commercial kitchen the way you think of at like a full-blown restaurant but we often have people and mostly it's tourists who stop in and they just want food and Mm -hmm. they focus on that only and they kind of think we're a restaurant and then they're like well why is your menu so small um that can be a little frustrating we're trying to like figure out how to message that to them without being rude like hey we're a brewery first um but we still have these great food options um all of our locals like know that by now. And, you know, although they know they could get a good meal with us, like they probably are there for the beer first. Um, But yeah, I think with the summer, that might be a little bit of a struggle, like with the tourists. Um, But there's also so many other great places in Groveland. Like if you really want a burger, I have like four places (laughs) I can recommend to you. Um, I think something like that, we've been really excited about lately have it has been like the local support it's it just seems like it's only increased over time um you know when we opened the beer garden on wednesday that was a a soft opening we're not normally open on wednesdays but we wanted to kind of work out the kinks before memorial weekend and also give our locals an opportunity to come by first and it was it was awesome i mean it was packed and it was so cool to see all of these people who we know and who we love and who seem to love us, um, <laughs> you know, people who were like bringing their friends in from out of town and their family. And like, they want to show the people they care about our space. And that's really cool. That's just so cool. It's very rewarding. <laughs> and yeah, I know people from Sonora who will go over there all the time to stock up or get crowlers. Yeah, or- absolutely. I mean, we've got mug club members to live up here. We've got, you know, people live in Twain Heart who like whenever they have friends in town they'll bring them over um and then you know they they post on their Facebook later and they tag us in their photos and it's like it really makes me feel happy to see that we could like help shape that moment with people they care about I just yeah that was one of the (laughs) I can see being very rewarding yeah I mean I think that that reminds me of like why I wanted to do it in the first place like to create a space that people can just have like fun and make memories and all that so right now i feel like we're doing that (laughs) it's definitely definitely are and you have brunch which (laughs) yes every other sunday brunch chef jake just makes like one particular item um we know we've had eggs benedict um different types of french toasts um we had avocado toast a couple weeks ago um biscuits and gravy last week uh yeah so hoping to continue that as long as we can 
we just don't have the bandwidth to do it every weekend. So right now it's just every other weekend. Um, but people really like the uh, the mimosas. You know, we get the, the peachy, which is from Inner Sanctum Cellars. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the sparkling wine we use. And like, it's great in a mimosa. You can do beer mimosa too. Um, My best friend swears by a, <laughs> a beer mimosa. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then hopefully, you know, when football season happens, I don't care for football at all personally, but... Andrew is like obsessed and that's part of why he wanted to do brunch because he's like we need to be open by 10 a.m. on football so people can come in and start watching the game at 10 okay but yeah football football brunch <laughs> it's a whole a whole world but I could see where worlds would collide well where I'm not a football fan either but I am a brunch fan exactly so. <laughs> But that is so awesome. And I mean, you guys have so much going on and so much to look forward to. Is there anything else on your upcoming schedule or things people can start to get a little excited about? Well, yeah. So the beer garden is open now. Um, It's a beautiful space in the back. We have two giant umbrellas. They're 23 by 23. They're, they're huge. Um, Like, so just come, come check that out. First (laughs) of all, Um, I think, you know, we're, we're thinking of trying to do some more like monthly events um, that are more aimed at like the locals in the area, you know, so we will open say once a month on a Wednesday. I, I don't have much of it worked out yet, but um, that's something we're, we're thinking of doing. Um, Maybe we'll try and do like trivia. I'd love to do that. Oh my gosh. Do not get me started. We can talk later. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because people are like, you got to do something like you should do bingo or do, do karaoke like I personally love karaoke but I like that is karaoke at the Iron Door Saloon like that is my favorite thing to do in the world and I like that is their thing and I also want to be able to go to it so I don't want to do it at my place um that's true so when they start up again I will be there for sure to sing karaoke but I was trying to figure out like what could we kind of do as an activity and I love trivia I love Jeopardy like so I'm hoping that we can start thinking about that um and then, yeah, I don't know. We're having our anniversary, our first year anniversary. I believe we're going to do it on Saturday, July 17th. We've got a number of different collaborations with other breweries lined up for that. So like that, um, Grains of Virtue Beer will have on for that. We're doing, uh, we did a collaboration with Slice over in Lincoln. So we'll have that on as well as they're coming up to do a beer with us. And then we did a beer with Moxa and Rockland. Um, so we'll have that on. Um and hopefully a couple others, you know, it's just so the people can come out and taste all these collabs we've been working on and celebrate the one year. So hopefully we'll have some more details about that event in July out soon. That'll be awesome. I can't believe it's been, it feels like it's been 10 years and it feels like it's been a month. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. Sometimes I think about these like beers that we made last summer and they feel like such a distant memory. I'm like, we made a beer with strawberry? What? Like, it's so foggy, but yeah, it's like, so much has happened yet. Yeah. It's nothing has happened. <laughs> I totally agree. I could not get over your marshmallow tip top lollipop. Was it boysenberry marshmallow oh, or what so. for like the holidays? I think. Well, so we had the we had the chocolate strawberry. That was that was really mm-hmm. cool. But I think maybe your what is what did we have had with marshmallow? Was it like well, right now we have um, raspberry boysenberry vanilla. But I know we had like a I think it was a raspberry maybe black currant marshmallow. I can't remember. The next one should be out soon. It's an Imperial tip top, which means it's higher ABV. I think it's 8% and it's dragon fruit, pineapple, mango, and marshmallow. That's awesome. I could not believe how much it tasted like 
marshmallow in a good way. Not like that's know. funny. Everyone's tastes are different. That is one mm-hmm. one thing that we do struggle with. Me and Andrew is like we taste all the beers a lot, especially when they get things like marshmallow or vanilla in them to see where the flavors are. And we always taste different levels of things. Like oh, yeah. he he'll he'll taste it and be like, I can't say there's marshmallow in this. This doesn't taste like it. And I'm like, this is only marshmallow. Um, and it's the same thing with consumers, like with mm-hmm. a, a coconut beer, there's not enough coconut. Why is, why are you calling coconut? There's no coconut in here versus the next guy is like, Oh my God, so much <laughs> coconut. So sometimes we just go around the staff and we're like, try this. What do you think's in it? Doesn't taste like that thing. <laughs> At some point, you just got to pull the trigger on it and say, okay, it's ready now. Well, every beer I've had, I've loved. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll be curious what you think of the level of the, the marshmallow and the Imperial Tip Top. I'm really excited for it because I love the citrusy ones, personally, the more tropical, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, but everyone's tastes are different. That's very true. And you guys definitely have the range for everybody. We try to. <laughs> you definitely achieve that. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the, the time to come and chat with us today. Yeah, absolutely. I love Visit Tuolumne County. You guys are doing really cool things with social media. It's nice to and comforting to know that there's someone out there like looking out for us and trying to, you know, get people to small businesses like ours. Like it kind of takes a little of the pressure off of us. I mean, there's still a lot of pressure. We still do a lot of advertising and all that, but it's nice that there's like a greater organization that's working towards it for all of us. So thanks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've definitely had our work cut out for us. I cannot believe that we're something like over 20 new businesses in Tuolumne County in the past year, which is just amazing. And I cannot believe how brave those people are to have like you to start businesses the past year. So we're definitely happy to help out wherever we can. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. Yeah, well, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in and we'll see you next time.